welcome back. We are with Bex and we are enjoying our conversation talking about life and the challenges as a mom and as a photographer and as a business owner and an employee and all kinds of crazy stuff. So welcome back. Thank you. And we're going to, I asked this question usually on the last episode by now I'm creating a pattern, but uh, ask, I talk about mindful heart and soul. Cause I mean, the whole tagline to this podcast is the heart and soul of photography. So what does it to you when I say a mindful heart and a mindful eye, what does that mean to you or mindful? Anyway, just. So for me, again, we touched on this last time. Um, I would say when it comes to photography specifically, it's always being aware of the light. So I didn't always notice light unless it was spectacular, like a sunrise. And I'd, oh my gosh, look at that. It's amazing. Look at that light. Look at that color. Uh, but now it's like second nature. You know, I'll see little shadows or little pockets of light and be like, oh, look at that. It's like the way that light's shining on the leaf. I think you mentioned that earlier. That happened today. I had a photo shoot this morning for one of my most favorite clients because it encompasses everything I love. There's a bit of nature. There's a bit of food. There's fun people who just totally get it and we click and they're great guys, love them. And so I was at their orchard today, they make cider. And we were taking some pictures with one of the guys of just holding an apple from the tree, like plucking an apple. So I'm like, okay, just put your hand there, just right, just just before you're about to grab it, you know, that kind of thing. And then I was like, okay, this isn't quite working because the, the light wasn't right. There was the sun had now come out. It had been cloudy all morning. Then the sun came out and I was getting too many shadows. It just didn't look, it was too bright in some bits. So I said, this is not working. Let's move around here. And we went on the other side. And I was like, oh my God. And I got so excited because we found an apple with two little drips. Because it was all, they were covered in dew as well. It was gorgeous. And there were these two little drips and they had the perfect leaves and it was framed by these branches. And I was just like, oh my God, look at that apple. And I just started taking pictures of the apple because the light was perfect. <laughs> Lots of perfect, and he's like, Oh my god, that is good. And even he was getting excited. I was like, Yeah, so yeah, I again, it's looking for those perfect little details and always looking for the light and just being aware of what what's what's gonna look good, basically. Awesome for me, the mindful eye is definitely in the details, so it's the little things that you know, the border patrol and all the little things that. The, the hot spots in your in your frame trying to avoid them or the yeah. the pole <laughs> have you ever had the pole yeah behind the other branch yeah yeah and you're like oh that yeah. didn't work so good didn't you didn't see it until you took it home or you looked on <laughs> and we still do it occasionally huh? <laughs> it happens so that to me is what the the mindful eye is it's really taking the time to take in all those little things and looking mm. for that good light or whatever but the mindful heart how how does that come into it because to me that's a little for me that's a little different it might be the same for you and that's okay so like so the mindful heart you were saying about kind of the soul like how do you put soul into your photography is that what you mean yeah exactly you said that beautifully so, so, so it, and what is soul describe what so, that is I would say particularly for the people photography so one of my friends once said to me which almost made me cry she said you capture the essence of people she said you don't just come and take a snapshot you don't when you're doing your headshots you don't just take pictures she said you you bring out their essence and you and their joy and I was like oh my god that's exactly what I try to do and for me it's just I mean what I think 
for everyone, if I just speak for the world, uh, it's when you laugh, that's what brings out your soul and your joy. And so that's what I try to do. I try to make people laugh. And that's when they really look natural, relaxed. They're not posing for a stiff portrait. They're not trying to give me a fake smile. And sometimes that's how I get them to laugh. Oh, can you can you give me a laugh or give me like your goofiest smile? And then I take the photo after that because they almost always will burst out laughing. And that's when it happens. And that's when you get that essence, that soul, that joyfulness. So that's what that means to me. Cool. It's funny. I have one of my questions is how do you capture the essence of a person? Oh, well, there you go. So, so is, is, and I've heard that technique kind of used, but in different, different prompts to, to get them to laugh. But is that like one of your techniques or do you do something ahead of time to get to know? Oh, very much so. Yes. I, I, like, so I didn't used to do this, but this is how I do it all the time now. I will always have at least one Zoom chat or in person, whichever way it happens to be, before the session. So our first chat is usually when they're actually inquiring with me. That's why I like people to call. They can message because I get sometimes that's intimidating for people. But I almost, I'm always trying to get them on a call with me because it's not just for them to see if they click with me, but for to see if I click with them as well. I'm, I am in the lucky position where I can kind of pick and choose who I work with. Like I said, I'm trying to attract the right people and repel the wrong people. And part of knowing that I'm doing that is by having a chat one-to-one to see if it's going to work. And I think I'd find it really hard to take photos if I just didn't like the person. So, you know, I like to have a chat with them. And in that chat, it's like this, you know, you just get to know each other and I want to hear all about their business. And usually, I mean, you can't shut me up when I start talking about branding and rainbows and stuff. And that's what I'm hoping to get out of them. But sometimes they are, they don't know me yet. And so, you know, I ask the question, so, you know, your challenges, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But do you know what usually does it is, you know, why did you start your business? And then we get the full story and you get to learn a lot more about a person and what their values are and that kind of thing. So then I give them a little bit of homework and then up again, or we have another Zoom where I've already seen through the, gone through this. I mean, I usually have ideas pinging from the very first call of, you know, what's going to work for this person. And that's what I love about branding. It's different every time. I haven't niched down my branding to a specific type of brand or business. I like doing all the different things. You know, I've done accountants, nutritionists, cider makers, a shop plant owner, plant shop owner even she owns more than one plant <laughs> um you know I love all the variety I love doing some product stuff I love when sometimes I've done a PR lady and hers is pretty much all headshots or portraits with a few details so like you know the computer notebooks flat lays that kind of thing but it's mostly pictures of her whereas you know with the cider I've got pictures of the pigs in the small holding and the sheep and the and the chickens and the apples and the trees and the products and the cider not forgetting the cider and the people so there's a little bit of everything and that's why I love it I just love being in their orchard can you tell I was there this morning yes um, I'm, <laughs> I'm jealous because I mean we have oranges orange groves oh. here but I miss my northern apples man you still live right next to an apple orchard. And I'm like, oh, can't be home with dang it. I can smell cider. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So I really get to know about their business, you know, from our first chat and then going through the sort of planning after I've looked through their workbook where I know everything about their brand, what they're kind of thinking, and I will give them advice. And so they're hearing all this stuff from me as well. And then by the time it comes to the shoot, 
I've already, like we discussed their shoot plan at that point. We'll talk about shots that are important, shots that I would recommend, shots they think are must-haves. And I write it all down into a plan. I give them a little to-do list. So it's all done in advance. So it's like, okay, so if we want this shot, then you need to buy this. Or like, you know, for the one today, for example, they wanted to shot with their new cider glasses. So I was like, okay, so make sure we've got some cider that's ready to go. And I was like, do you have any kind of like wooden buckets that we could fill with apples that will look nice? He's like, oh, we've got a Sussex truck. How perfect, even better. So I was like, okay, great. Cause that'll look great in the background of that shot. And we used it a couple of places. And then at the end of the shoot, I was like, cause I just can't stop, especially when I'm there. I was like, I'm just going to take this. And so I went down to the orchard and put it under the apple tree. And I was just getting pictures of the truck full of the apples and the apples in the tree. Oh, it's amazing. I loved it. So um, yeah, by the time it gets to their shoot, to answer your question, we've already really connected We already know exactly what we're going to be taking photos of. They know what's going to be happening. They know me and what I'm like. And so on the day, we just get to have fun. And so that helps them to be less nervous. Like a couple of days before their shoot, I'll send them an email being like, hey, you know, blah, 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 really looking forward to it. Here's some tips and advice. If you're feeling a bit nervous, just some last minute things. You know, my big one is here's my playlist to help you feel confident. And it's all my like super empowering songs that are going to get you all pumped up, that kind of thing. So, (laughs) you know, when it comes down to it, they're going to be a lot more relaxed on the day than if I just turned up. I'm like, okay, can you go and stand over there and do this and smile at me? Completely different. Do you you send out a questionnaire or do you find that the discovery call or the the pre-shoot call, whatever you want to call it, where do you find the most information in terms of getting so, to know them to know how to pull them out? I mean, it's from all of it. So when they first get in touch with me, if they so if they've booked a call straight away, which most people do now, at least the ones who do get in touch, um, they book a call. And when they've booked the call, I'm like, hey, great. Can't wait to speak to you. Here's a little questionnaire just so I know a bit more about you. And then that gives me like their website, their social media. So I can do a bit of stalking. And so even at our first contact, I'll have a bit of information you know, about them and I'll have maybe a couple of tips for them so that already they're like, oh, she does know what she's talking about, hopefully. <laughs> I stalked you. I understand. <laughs> I do that to everyone. <laughs> I'm so, stalking though. I'm just learning. I'm learning yes, about you. Yes, I'm learning. Exactly. It's part of the job. So yep. when I chat to them the very first time, I already know a bit about them and then I can ask more specific questions But also I will then send them a little questionnaire and say, you know, so here's a few more questions. So in that questionnaire, apart from their website, I'm like, okay, so what are your biggest challenges? So I can try and answer that on the call. Um, And then they get a full brand workbook. Once they've signed up and they've paid their deposit, then they get my brand workbook, which goes into a lot more detail, asking them about their brand. And sometimes they haven't even thought about this stuff. And they're like, oh, this was so helpful because I hadn't even considered this. But actually, yeah, that makes sense. Because in there, it does say about, you know, this is, who is it you're trying to attract? Where do they hang out? That kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So they find it really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the planning session and that's very much a collaboration. So I'm like, okay, so this is what you said. So I'm thinking this and they'll have some ideas as well and we'll write it all down. And then I'm like, you know, and that's part of, you know, I market myself as a premium brand photographer. They can then send me any questions they like. They can send me pictures of their outfits if they're not sure what to wear. One of my clients started pinning things she hadn't bought yet. And she's like, what do you think of this? What about this dress? And I'm like, yes, I love that. This will look good for this. Let's wear this. And then on the day, she's like, oh, what should I wear for these ones? I'm like, okay, so if we're going to do this in this office room, why don't you wear this one? And then down here, we'll wear this because that's going to look better with those walls. And, you know, so I'm constantly giving them advice and, 
you know, they can just rely on me so they don't have to worry about anything. I just handle everything for them. So it's very much a collaborative project. Absolutely. hundred percent. Nice. So it sounds like you've made a lot of progress with your business side of photography. Uh, what share with me some of your either personal or professional goals that you have for your future? So, well, I have thought about a book would be amazing. I've no idea whether it would be like related to this detailed life. I've thought about that a few times. Like if we did run a competition, we could have a book of the winning images or something. Uh, Or maybe something business related. I don't know. It would just be cool to have a book. I've got no idea if I could actually cope with writing one. But yeah, that would be an awesome goal. Actually, what I would really love a book about is my paint project, which has been going on for years because I've just been too busy to really focus on it. But I have a it's a personal project where I take photos of like floors of artists. (laughs) Sounds random, but their floors are gorgeous. They just make so much mess and I love it. So, you know. I mean, the project changes all the time. So paint project is like a basic one, but, you know, like the beautiful mess, although I think there's a blog called that. So, you know, something like that is kind of, because what I love is it's the side effect of the actual art they're creating is also art. And I go in and take photos of that or a picture of just their paint palette or the paint palette on the floor, even better. So, <laughs> and on the clothes, I've done that as well. That was how it originally started. It was just going to be the clothes because they get so dirty, but I'm only doing it with colorful artists because I don't want sludgy. Yeah, basically, I've got some awesome photos already. And that, I think, would make quite a cool book. So maybe something like a coffee table book. I don't know. But yeah, these I've always got ideas. And one of my biggest goals was to run a retreat. And now I'm making that happen. So that's awesome. So yeah, there's always ideas pinging around. And I'm going to include all of those links and everything. So if anybody wants to do their own stalking <laughs> or join you on a retreat or take your class or or whatever, anyway, that'll all be in the the, the information on the podcast. So that's a huge thing. That was something that was always very much in the back of my mind, like, oh, it'd be quite cool to teach class one day. And they asked me. So I was just like, oh my goodness, like that was a dream come true. I was like, oh my goodness, they've noticed me. They know that I do branding because they said, we want you to do a branding class. And I was like, oh my God, they, they noticed me. They know what I'm doing and they think I'm good enough to teach it. So that was amazing. And then, and yes, it happened last year. It's funny. I, when you, you know, told when we talked about interviewing you, I didn't know much about you. I met you through an online community. And this is just giving the audience a little background. When I saw what you did, I'd never even really heard of brand photography. I have, but not really. Yeah. And uh, I immediately signed up for your class because I just thought it was so interesting. So it's a very good class. I'm saying this from my own personal experience, but be careful because you <laughs> might decide that you have a brand that you then need to get visuals for. <laughs> and it can become quite addictive, kind of like lens babies. <laughs> I love it because after I messaged you saying you know because you were looking for people and I was like oh I, I could be on your podcast if you like I'm good at talking can't shut me up so and then you're like oh I love it like blah blah and then you're like oh I've taken your class and they're like oh look I've bought this stuff and now I'm doing my brand oh look at this look what I've got and I was like oh my god I'm loving it but I feel slightly guilty that I've made you go and buy lots of things but it all looks so awesome it's fun, but you know, it's funny because I was, you know, people talk about your identity and stuff and it's like, I don't, you know, you think, I don't know, I've, I'm not a young woman and I, I've lived a life that's crazy. If I, if I went through the story, I mean, it would be like, 
it's just an absolute roller coaster of a life. But one consistent thing that I have always had, in fact, I have family expressions that only my family knows and understands, but but they're all related to polka dots. I mean, seriously, they, it just goes back as far as I can. I even have a dress. Of course, I didn't. I couldn't quite fit in it the last time, but I have a dress I have worn for significant events for probably 25 years, and it's still hanging in my closet. I'm a little too big for it right now, but anyway, I'll work on that. Um, and it's polka dotted, of course. Of course. So I was like, well, what is the one thing that I've had my whole life that that's threaded that was unrelated to all of the crazy and it was polka dots and that was kind of like really polka dots and pearls actually those two things that was really like I don't know it was like I saw myself through objects for the first time through <laughs> a pattern that I never noticed the pattern before so yeah. it was actually very interesting yeah and it's 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 silly kind of sort of in some respects but it's also very grounding yeah that makes any sense? Because it's like something that gives you joy and no one else might completely understand it, but that's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. I, I get it. Love it. I think you look awesome with your polka dot glasses and your <laughs> dress or a top that you're wearing now. It's just a shirt. A shirt. Polka dot shirt though. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. We're going to wrap this episode up with one more question. Well, question for you at the moment. We will have you share your bio, but I would love you to share one last piece of advice for anyone who's starting out in their pursuit or a career or even a hobbyist, because we cannot devalue that. That's just as important in any kind of creative pursuit. What is a one last piece you get one more piece of advice to offer them? What would it be? Hmm. Oh, this is so tricky. <laughs> I think trust yourself. Like. I think we've kind of touched on that with lots of different things, you know, trusting what you love, what, what really makes your heart sing. You know, like I said, for me with my brand, it was the rainbows. You know, I have them everywhere. I'm surrounded, literally. I wear the rainbows and they bring me joy. And so that was a no brainer to be my brand. I'm trusting that what I love is going to carry through to, you know, to my business. And then with your voice, when you're developing your voice and what your style should be is trusting what you like. Don't always be looking outside. Yes, it's good to get outside advice and getting someone to give you an outside perspective on your work to help you where you want to be. But it's still got to be about you and you want it to be. So again, trusting yourself and your own instincts and what you love to take photos of and how you love to take those photos. But then also not letting that restrict you. So like, I mean, we've talked about all the different genres I do. I love doing the family stuff for my own kids still. I love doing the branding. I love doing the macro. I love the nature and the landscapes. I've even done underwater photography. I love that too. Again, harder with kids, but you know, I still do it every holiday. I don't just limit myself. I like to do lots of different things. So again, trust yourself, whatever you want to have a go at, you don't have to be good at it. I've taken stuff I've never shared, but it was still fun to do. So I think take the pressure off as well of always thinking about what other people might think. Again, trust yourself. You know, you don't always have to share it and don't don't listen to those Instagram likes because some of my most favorite photos had like two likes. And it is really? it's funny how that works. Really? What did you that one I, I didn't display thing. 
But you just need to be like, no, no, this is just Instagram probably didn't show it to enough people. So, you know, it's again, trust yourself. I still or love right it. People. I'm going to let the fact <laughs> that only two people like it on Instagram make me not like it anymore. So, yeah, I'd say that would be it. Good, good advice. Good, very good advice. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your soul with us. And it was a pleasure getting to know you better. Thank you for having me. It's been fun.